Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, for the latest updates, information, and picks. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. This Major League Baseball playoff episode covers every game scheduled to be played on Friday, October 7th, 2022. This is game one of the Wild Card Series, and I'm going to talk about series prices in this episode as well. In case you're new here, I've built a mathematical model for win probability using hitter and pitcher projections I've created in order to make one money line or run line pick on every game that's played seven days a week. And there's usually no Sunday shows, but for now, the plan is to give you a show for every day of the playoffs. These are all big, fun, important games. So I'm going to try to get a show out for every set of playoff games. Please note these probabilities assume normal starting lineups shouldn't be an issue in the playoffs and use current rosters up to the time I started recording. Biggest thing to consider here would be injuries. Do my best to talk about those with what we know. Otherwise, <clears throat> we're just going to assume normal starting lineups. What will be shown in the banners are some thresholds for A and B grade plays. So you can make the best possible decisions based on the current odds and the books you do business with. Also talk about that as well. The goals for this episode are to share some key information about these games, give you some things to think on, and explain why these plays are being made in order for you to come up with picks that you are comfortable with. I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. It's like to say, take what you like and leave the rest. As you go through my plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so it'll give you our loves, likes, and leans, that is A, B, and C grades. To indicate my confidence level with respect to scaling wagers, as always, please remember that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Last year's playoffs went fantastic. Uh, all those records are kept on the website. Again, that's www.pickswithprofessor.com. I have a link to last year's stuff. I didn't have a summary tab because I didn't build that up at the time. Then trying to go back and add that later is really impossible. It's one of those you need to do it as you're going along. Uh, But you can click through the day-by-day and see all the results. And the the playoffs last year were just fantastic. Hopefully, we can do the same thing. Uh, This year, have a lot of things I already like here on day one. Before we get to that, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Check out Horse Racing Today if you like to play the ponies. You can find this stuff at horseracingtoday.net. They've got a team of five with over 125 years of combined experience in handicapping horse races. There's an angle they don't know or bias they can't identify. Check out their YouTube shows or the website. Those links are in the description. And as a reminder, we've set up a Patreon page for those of you looking to support the show. Membership starts at just $3 per month to get the play of the day. Also, access to our Discord group, ad-free and early access to shows and early access to projected spreads. I got it out there already for you, the, a, a little teaser for, the, for that top level of support on Patreon, um, providing a look at spreads earlier than everybody else gets it. Um, hopefully, you, you may already know exactly where I'm going with these plays, uh, and now you're just hearing the justifications. So some good information there. Uh, I've already got... Everything set up for all three of the games for every series. All that's going to be made available to the Patreon uh, top tier supporters very soon. Uh, so then right when those lines come out, people can jump on what they like uh, and take advantage of what are often mispriced opening lines. Um, they settle in and get good quick, but right off the bat, you can get some good value there uh, if you're on it. Um Finish the season strong here on the last couple days. So that was good. Hopefully we can keep it rolling here. Uh, we're going to start off noon Eastern race the Guardians. I've got the Guardians 
as a B-grade pick today at the price of minus 114. As long as it's in the minus one teens, it gets a B-grade pick for me. If it gets in the minus 10-somethings, that would be an A-grade. So never know how the price is going to move, where you're shopping, what you might be looking at. Um, I like the Guardians here, though. I think that there's more value on that side. We've been back in the Guardians so much. They've been so good to us. I don't see why we should stop here. I just think the price is a little bit too steep to give an A-grade against a pitcher as solid as Shane McClanahan is. Uh, obviously, Justin Bieber is really good in his own right. I mean, I've got both these guys up at the top here with regards to starting pitchers. They're both fantastic. Um, really just nothing much to say about them. I mean, both of them have underlying metrics that say their ERA should be below three, which is incredible. Um, both these teams' relievers are pretty good. The Rays' relievers were really up and down all season based off who was in that bullpen, but as of now, um, they grade out pretty well. Cleveland's relievers grade out really well. Both averages or offenses are about average. Uh, so really, it just comes down to this game's in Cleveland. Uh, I think Bieber might be a little bit better than McClanahan, not by a ton, but just by the smallest of margins. I do like those Cleveland relievers a little bit better, and I trust this Cleveland offense a little bit more than the Rays offense. So it's just a small little, a little here, a little there, a little there. Games in Cleveland. Sideline says it should be Guardians minus 121. So minus 114 gets a B-grade pick weather-wise in this one. We're going to be in the mid-50s for the entirety of this game. Even though it's in the day, we're going to have winds blowing almost 15 miles per hour in from left center field. It's going to be pitcher-friendly weather. Sideline says the total should be 5.3. I'm all over this under six. It'd be weird to go under five and a half because that's such a low number. But as long as the odds are okay, you're getting plus odds maybe. It's not the craziest thing to go under five and a half. I would probably want at least even money, though, if I was going that. I don't mind laying the minus 120 here for the under six. We have that push protection in case it does line something like four to two. Um, but I mean, this is just sets up to be a really quick and low scoring game with the fact that the pitching is going to be much better than the hitting from start to finish wind blowing in cooler temperatures. This is probably my favorite under of this Friday, not my favorite side of the day. I think the guardians are a good investment, but I love this under here. Um, with regards to this series price, it, it, it projecting, uh, the pitchers that I do, and if and I'm not going to go through them all because I'll just be reading pitchers, uh, but if you want to see who I'm projecting for each game, that is available in the Google Sheet. So just click that link. It's in the show description. You can see who I'm projecting. I'll update this as it goes along because we don't necessarily know for all these games exactly who's going to start for each game. Some teams have been a little more forthcoming. Some are kind of playing it closer to the vest. And there might be changes just based off what happens. You just never know when a manager is going to decide to use a starter to relief, especially in a short series like this. We've never seen this before, but even in division series will sometimes see this where you know a team's down you know two games to one in game four and they'll use multiple starters just to win the game and then it throws the game five starter out of wax you just never know what's going to happen here so again using the projected pitchers that i have sideline says the guardians should be minus 128 to win this series the current price at bet online is minus 124 again sign up link in the show description there if you're looking to bet the same prices that i'm laying here on show it's not a bad price. It's 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 an okay price to be invested in the Guardians at minus one twenty four. I just I wouldn't go to I wouldn't go higher than minus one thirty. I think that's really too extreme if you're betting a series. If that's the best you can get, I just play it game by game, and I probably just play it game by game anyway. In general, you have more options, you have more protection on injuries. It's just generally 
there's not a ton of reason to lock your money up through the entire weekend here, uh, given that now, now hopefully, you know, maybe this is over, um, you know, early Saturday or whatnot, but if this game does go to the third game, now you've tied up that money through college football games and some of the NFL games. So uh, it's not a ton of value, a tiny bit of value. If I was going to play a series side here, I would take the guardians again at minus 124. It's a little bit of value given that silence says it should be minus 128. Um, also, I do have the, exact probabilities of winning in two and winning in three that's available to patreon members as well so something else to keep it out if that's something that you like to play in uh, but main thing today i like this under i like the guardians to take game one i think there's a little bit of value in my favorite play but one i think is worth it and again if you're going to play a side here for the series not a horrible investment to back the guardians again as long as the price is better than minus 130 two of seven eastern first pitch phillies at the cardinals you know, the Phillies really backed themselves in the playoffs, but my goodness, when you look at the strength of their top three starters, you have to be a little bit afraid of them. And had it been the Brewers, we were going to say the same thing. Uh, maybe not three starters, really more two with them. Uh, but the way Suarez is pitching is the three for the Phillies. Obviously, Wheeler, you know, with a little bit of the injury, but I think they kind of played that a little possum here at the end of the season. He looked pretty good. Uh, coming back from what I saw just watching him. I, I think he's good to go, and Nola's been fantastic all season. I mean, you got two of the best pitchers in baseball right there. So all this, a team that backed through the playoffs didn't look good down the stretch, but they got a decent offense. They got decent relievers, and they got some starters at the top. I mean, they're a scary team. Obviously, the Cardinals, pretty solid, uh, but kind of up and down at times as well. The offense really carried them, but the offense can disappear at times as well. So it should be a very fascinating series. With regards to the series price, Sideline says that the Cardinals should be minus 104 favorites. The current price on BetOnline is Phillies plus 105. The tiniest of value if you really want to. But I, I mean, we talked about a four cent edge on the Guardians. This is a one cent edge that there technically is a tiny bit of value if you want to back the Phillies in the series at plus 105. But I definitely want plus odds in the Phillies. I wouldn't be backing the Cardinals at these minus prices. Now, this is the only one that I'm very questionable about game three. Um, it could be Wainwright, it could be Montgomery. It's probably a wash. Sideline would project a little bit better with Montgomery. I'm projecting Wainwright, uh, given his history with the team, but you just never know how they're going to use these guys. Um, so it should be uh, a tight series. Again, projecting almost 50-50 here. Maybe play the Phillies if you're playing a series, but it's just so tight. It's really not a great investment, in my opinion. Probably just pass on this series price. With regards to this game, one, weather-wise, we're going to be around 60 degrees to start, maybe low 60s to finish. And as you've heard me talk about, uh, Bush Stadium in St. Louis, a very pitcher-friendly ballpark when the weather is not cooperating, can be pretty hitter-friendly in the summer when it's 90 degrees, 95 degrees, wind blowing out. Not going to be the case today here. We're going to have winds blowing in or across, but over 10 miles an hour. It should be a windy day here, kind of helping the pitchers a little bit with that wind and not, you know, not, not high temperatures in a pitcher from the ballpark. Another low scoring game. I'm going under six and a half uh, at even money here uh, for this one. I think under makes a lot of sense. Sideline says 6.1. Quintana is a solid pitcher. Like I said, I really like what I've seen from Wheeler, but I think the Phillies uh, should actually be favored in this game. I'm seeing your yeah, sidelines is minus one Oh five. 
these offenses, I think the Cardinals offense might be a tiny bit better, but it's it's not by that much. Now, their overall season-long metrics are going to show that the Cardinals are a better team. But you have to remember, the Cardinals didn't really have any injuries. That, and they really just rode two guys uh, all season. Um, uh, Pools, you know, played pretty well the second half of the season. They had some guys be up and down, but they haven't had any key injuries like the Phillies did. The Phillies missing Bryce Harper for half the season affects their season-long metrics. So when you project the current roster, I think these offenses are both good pretty similar relievers you know silent likes the phillies relievers better and really there's a huge gap between wheeler and Quintana. Quintana's is a respectable pitcher for sure but he's nowhere near as good as zach wheeler is there's a reason Wheeler gets a 70 grade and Quintana a 93 again Quintana good wheeler great so i really think the phillies should be favored on the road here i think that wheeler's dominance is more than enough to make up for the fact that this game is is in st louis again sideline says phillies minus 105 the current price i'm seeing is phillies minus 103 that ekes into B grade territory. If we could get up to plus 106, that'd be an A grade, maybe, maybe plus 105. Be close enough for an A grade if the price moves in that direction. Uh, but around even money, I think the Phillies are the play here. I couldn't back the Cardinals at something like minus 107 when I would really need some plus odds for them uh, in order to be a, a good pick, in my opinion, to fade a guy as good as Zach Wheeler. So back in the Phillies here, with a B-grade pick, and I'm going under 6.5. Again, sideline says 6.1. Pitcher-friendly weather, pitcher-friendly ballpark. Quintana's the weakest pitcher in this game, and he's not bad. <laughs> so it sets up to be another low-scoring game here on your Friday afternoon. 407 Eastern first pitch Mariners with the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have been a team uh, that we faded a lot, and it worked out pretty well. Started backing them towards the end of the season, that worked out pretty well, too. So we've kind of zigged and zagged and done okay here with the Blue Jays. We've been mostly backing the Mariners all season long. They kind of let us down a little bit towards the end of the season, but they really picked it up there at the very end and made us a lot of money here at the end if you stuck with them. I, I think this Mariners team is still really – I think this Jays team is still really good as well. This should be a fantastic matchup. The Mariners are not a team you really want to face in the postseason uh, given all the pitching they can throw at you. Uh, the Blue Jays – if Stripling's pitching well, kind of the same thing, not a team you want to face because they've got three arms, uh, you know, that can get it done in a pretty good offense. So this should be a really fascinating series. Projecting the roof closed, it looks like it's going to be a chilly day up in Toronto. Luis Castillo and Alec Manoa, I mean, two really good pitchers. Sideline says Castillo's a tiny bit better, but it's not by much. Uh, Reliever-wise, Mariner's a huge edge in the bullpen, so that helps out Castillo because he can go hard for six innings, five innings, and be done and turn it over to a really good Mariner's pen. Manoa, on the other hand, has a lot more on his shoulders. He has to be a little more conservative. He has to try to try to go seven. That, that, that Blue Jays bullpen just is not as deep and good as the Mariner's pen. He can obviously do that. I'm just saying it's a tougher task to do as opposed to if he could just go out there and throw as hard as he can for five innings, it's a little bit easier for him to do that. So it's just a tougher task for Minnow is all I'm saying with that. Of course, the tougher task with regards to who you're facing falls for Luis Castillo. Like I said, this should be a fascinating series and a fascinating game here because, of course, the Blue Jays' offense is better than the Mariners' offense. But the Mariners' offense, finally getting healthy, is now back to what we were playing on that at the end of the summer, at the middle end of the summer, when we were riding them so frequently and they were doing so well for us, and that this offense is actually pretty good when it's fully healthy. Their overall stats don't look as good because they played a pitcher-friendly ballpark, but when you look at uh, park-neutral statistics, they rate, even for the whole season, for sure in the top 10 and, and most likely in the top 5, despite all the injuries they've had to all their key hitters. 
over the season. So, I mean, I think this Mariners team is still undervalued. They're right on the borderline of an A-grade pick. <clears throat> Sideline wants plus 120. I'll play it at plus 119 as an A-grade. I think it's close enough. The Mariners have been good to us all season. So I think let's stick with it. Plus odds here on the Mariners. It makes so much sense when this is really a coin toss game. Like I said, I think the uh, the fact that Castillo has that good bullpen behind him kind of cancels out with the, the Jays' edge on offense. Game's in Toronto, so maybe they should be slight favorites, but it's really small. Sideline says that should be Blue Jays minus 108. They should be the smallest of favorites. So plus 119 is pretty good value on the Mariners. I really like it in the plus 120s. But again, the Mariners have been so good to us this season. I'm going to trust them here. With this, you could look run line, but the run line odds are just too high for my liking. And on top of that, I'm gonna actually play this one over seven at minus 105. Sunline says this total should be 8.3. You do have two good starting pitchers, but the Blue Jays sets of reliever set of relievers is average across the league, and that's not good now that you're to the playoffs because now you're talking about just mostly like all the good bullpens, really. But you got the Blue Jays having one of the best offenses in baseball, and the Mariners, like I said, a pretty solid one as well. Got a lot of offense in this in a hitter-friendly ballpark. And so I expect some runs here. I don't think, you know, it, these two pitchers, it's always possible to have a low-scoring game. But, you know, roof closed, good offenses, hitter-friendly ballpark. This could set up to be a more high-scoring game. And so that also makes run line just a little bit less appealing, getting that plus one and a half, knowing that, this could easily be a two, three run game on either side. Like I said, it's kind of a coin toss game, but a coin toss game at plus 119 is valuable. It, 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 even in the playoffs, we're down to a, a fewer games, but we're still thinking the same thing. If we get 10 of these in the playoffs that are coin toss type games at plus 120 and we go five and five, that's going to make us money. So we're still going with our same principles here of, Coin toss game plus odds. It's a smart investment. I want to get a little bit more down on it. That's why it gets an A grade play. With regards to the series, it's the exact same thing as the Phillies thing. Sideline says that it should be Blue Jays minus 129 for the series. Give the Blue Jays a slight edge. Giving all three games at home really helps. And their top three arms are pretty good. The current price I'm seeing, you get the Mariners plus 130 on Bet Online. So you talk about literally one cent of advantage. So it's just like the Phillies. It's plus odds, baseball, who knows? You got good teams, but they're on the road. It's just not a ton of value at the current price. So like I said, I might take Phillies plus 105. I might take Mariners plus 130 for the series, but I just don't think it's really wise to tie up the money. So personally, it's not something that I would recommend. I would just go game by game. However, if you're going to play a series, my favorite series to play, and it's got some minus odds here, is actually the Mets. Sideline says the Mets should be minus 185 in this series, and the current price I'm seeing is minus 170, and that's giving the Mets a little bit of a ding with this whole weird DeGrom situation about maybe they aren't going to throw him. He hasn't looked good lately, giving him a little bit of a penalty in case he can't find it. Still think the Mets are the overwhelming favorite in this one. They've just got so much hitting and so much pitching, and the game's at home. I like the Mets to get it done. This is probably my this is my favorite series price. If you're going to play one, I would play the Mets at minus 170. <clears throat> but I also like the Mets here just game by game, at least to start with. We'll see what the prices are in game two and game three. But game one, minus 145, offers some value. It's an A grade at that price. It just barely eats into an A grade. Now, minus 145. Sideline says it should be Mets minus 161. They should be solid favorites here. As good as Darvish has been this year, and I've 
praised him every time he's pitched, it seemed like, here the last probably two-thirds of the season. Max Scherzer's still a better pitcher. Um, he's got him beating ERA, and when you look at the underlying metrics, it's not really a mirage. He's a better pitcher than you, Darvish. He's one of the best ones in baseball. I don't think I'm breaking any news with that. So the Mets have an edge there at starting pitcher. They have an edge with regards to the relievers. So everyone still thinks the Padres relievers are decent. I don't know. Maybe they are, but they've been really inconsistent all season. You know, maybe haters found it, but I just don't know how many good arms they've got. The scary thing with the Padres is if they, you know, if haters found it and they decide they can use them for multiple innings, they may kind of throw everything out and try to win the one game. Probably they got to win two. So, I'm not sure if that would make a lot of sense. They just don't have a lot of depth with the relievers. I like the Mets relievers better. They got arms for days back there in Edwin Diaz, of course. Been the best closer in baseball this season. And this Mets offense, I think, is on par with the Padres offense. I think both these offenses are great, but the Mets are going to have big edges pitching really all series. But especially talking about this game, they'll have a pretty big edge pitching probably every single inning of this game unless they're down in the ninth inning at that point. We're in rough shape anyway, right? So I like the Mets here at minus 145. That price gets it to an A grade. And with regards to total, it's borderline, but I'm going to take the under six. I really want this to be plus odds, minus 101. I don't know, whatever. I guess close enough, right? What's the difference between plus 101 and and minus 101? Sideline says 5.9. The weather for this just sets up it's good offenses for sure but I mean, you got max scherzer and the mets bullpen and it's just miserable weather here we're talking about starting in mid 60s but we're going to close around 60 degrees we've got almost 15 mile an hour winds blowing in it's the same thing we talked about in cleveland strong winds blowing in that's just that's not good hitter weather uh, it's blowing in from left field so it's going to affect uh, you know, all the right-handed hitters trying to pull, you know, really going to affect them. And a lefty, it's going to knock those balls down, push them foul, right? If, if you're hooking them, it, it's just, it's not good hitting weather. It's not fun to play when it starts, you know, when it's, when it's low sixties and the wind's blowing, like the wind chill's pretty chilly, you know, it's just, it's hard to get the body going. It sets up to be an under. And my deciding factor to go under on this one is, I think I just think this is our best shot to go under because I really trust what you Darvish has done all season in his pedigree. And I really trust Max Scherzer as well. I think there's a good chance with rested bullpens that both teams really, you know, if it's a tight game, go out there and, and throw a lot of guys. It's different with the three game series and with the five or a seven, you got to be a little more aggressive. And when you look further down the line at the series, who's going and how those totals are projecting right now, they're not that much higher than this, but I, 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 I feel like there should be a larger difference. So I'm just looking at this going, I watch a lot of baseball and looking at this projection versus the other one. I just, I think this under six is probably the spot to go under because I feel like next game is probably going to be six and a half and sideline. I think has it right now at like 6.4 if the weather holds, but I won't feel as good about going under that six and a half as I do this one. So I think this is the spot to go under it's really, like I said, borderline from a mathematical standpoint. It's just more about this weather, a really pitcher-friendly ballpark. The, the Mets, these last games against the Nats, their offense got going against terrible pitching in the same sort of weather, but the Nats didn't score a lot of runs. And I expect and said, I don't, I don't expect the Mets to score eight runs on you, Darvish. I expect them to give up a couple, but only to be able to score like three themselves. So I, this feels like a five, to, I mean, excuse me, like a three to two type game. I'll back the Mets with an A grade again. Minus 145 is the highest I want to go for an A grade. 
here. And like I said, I think this under, it's just, it's borderline, but I, it's good enough for me to recommend it. Again, as long as you're right around this even money mark or more, I don't want to lay minus 110, but even money is readily available for many onshore and offshore books as of the time of this recording. So if it doesn't have it at your favorite book, go shop around, make sure you have at least, you know, two or three different accounts. You don't have to have 10, but at least be able to shop around a couple and get better prices. It's out there in a lot of places right now. And so you should be able to lock in that under 60 even money. And I think that's really the threshold for if it gets there, that's my buy point uh, for this game. Again, as long as it's that even money or better. So I said at minus 101, which is a better line. That's close enough. And I'll lock in as an official under recommendation here on this one. And so that does it for episode one of the playoffs. So just a recap, I've got the Guardians as a B-grade pick at minus 114, and I'm going under six at minus 120. And it's okay if you want to play them on the series at minus 124. I think that's got a little bit of value. For the Phillies, I'm taking them at minus 103. That's also a B-grade. I'm going under six and a half at even money. The current price of plus 105 on the series, eh. I don't think it's bad. I also just don't think it's great. For the Mariners, I've got them at plus 119 in A grade pick. Really looking for a plus 120, but close enough. They've been good to us. And I'm going over seven at minus 105. And the same thing as the Phillies at plus 130 for the series. Not bad, but also not great. And then wrapping us up the night game, I'll take the Mets at minus 145 and A grade pick. I'll go under six as long as we're in that even money or better. And I like the minus 170 for that series price. If the series price thing is something you're doing, that's the one to play in my opinion. And that's all I've got for you here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picture the Professor. Check out that website if you haven't yet. It's www.pictureoftheprofessor.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content it's provided on this channel. Drop right into your feed. We'll see you again tomorrow for game two of the wild card games. And don't forget all the college football content that we have here for week six out there. A lot of good things happening and a lot of ways to make some money. A lot of fun to be had. As always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>